Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. I 
are definitely trying. <laughs> Hallelujah. <coughs> Forgive. You are, that's good. One, put your hands together for Shimon again. Hallelujah. <coughs> yes. All right, let's provide the offering. She's trying. She's trying. <coughs> Father, we thank you for this offering. We bless it in Jesus' name. Amen. Wow. Hallelujah. Amen. Is it a good thing to be in church? Amen. If you are happy to be in church, put your hands together for the Lord. Amen. Listen. Listen. Church is always great. Hallelujah. Church is always great. Hallelujah. Always. That's what David said. I was glad. When they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. You should be excited coming to the house of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. That's why the house of the job plays here. Look. You are tired of it already. That's what they say. Welcome to hell. Tell you. No, I mean. And, 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 um, you see, you are created in the image of God. So your real sustenance is a connection with God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says that, that's, that's why there's, there's, there's a spirit in man. Okay? And it's the spirit of the Lord. It's a, it's a, it's a, the spirit of the Lord. It's a candle. Okay? It lights the spirit in man. You know, so, thank you very much, Jonas. So no matter who you are and what you do, no, without that connection to God. Look, life, eh? If you take a step back, without God, you see, see, it's, it's, what, it's just like a rattle. Rat race, get up, go to work, eat, sleep, come back, go to work, eat, sleep, come back, go to work, sleep, until you die. It's like a cycle. That's what it is. So the God factor is very important. The thing that links you up to your maker. Ah, today you were late. How come? Your auntie brought you late? Where is Eugene? <laughs> Where is he? He's looking for parking? Huh? Auntie Felicia, come and sit here. Come and sit here. Find somewhere to sit. You can sit by another anchor. You may never know limited. You can easily become another lady pastor in the church. <laughs> Hallelujah. But you see, one of the things that as you watch life, as you see life, you can see that life without God. You understand? It's, it's a losing game. So you should be grateful. Hallelujah. Amen. And I've come to see that the people who have God in their life have a far richer life. Amen. Far richer. Far richer. 
far richer life. You had a far richer. So that when you go to your workplace work, work and you look around, you see the stress and the like. You see, but they have the same paycheck like you. They have the same paycheck like you. They are driving the same car like you. They are wearing the same clothes like you. But somehow, somehow, there's a, you, you can see that your life is far richer than them. Not because your car is nicer than them. Or your clothes are nicer, but your life is far richer than them. You see, which makes you understand that a man's life does not consist of the abundance of the things that he possesses. Hallelujah. Sometimes when I look around, around the people at work, you know, just just not to sound like you're somewhere, you just keep quiet because because sometimes they join me and when I see, I say, this really, totally lost. So it's a blessing. It's a blessing. I say it's a blessing. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Your life is far richer. Amen. In fact, your life is far richer, Amen. and your life will continue to be far richer. Amen. Hallelujah. One of the blessings, one of the things that we are laboring for, the blessings in the house is labor to be exempted. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You will be exempted. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, when you read that story about the widow, the man said there was a famine in the land. Okay? The man said there was a famine in the land. Are you hearing me? So the widow only had a few things to leave. Farming means farming. It means it was not the only person who was struggling to eat. It was all over. Because there was farming in the land. So it wasn't only her. It means everybody was hustling. Do you understand? Everybody was struggling to eat. Things were difficult. But when she encountered the prophet, suddenly she was exempted from the farming. But the general thing was farming. That was the general that was farming. But she was exempted from the farming. That's what it is. So when other people will be traveled 10 miles to go and get a small thing to eat, she just goes to a room. I'm glad you got the revelation. That's a good revelation. Yes, sir. So, that, so that the people will not be jealous of you. That's a revelation. That's the reason I want to share with you. So that people will not be jealous of you. So you go, you go and hide your room and eat. Why you coming out your mouth like... <laughs> we are, like we are all suffering. But you go and... Ask your question. We are going to get food down the road oh, in, in, in the next town. Can you come? So, oh, you take the lead. I'm coming. Then, then you go to her room. <laughs> you understand? Oh, tomorrow... Look, I hear there's, there's, they are selling corn in Connecticut. The, uh, there's no corn in New York. Please, uh, we are leaving at 5 o'clock, so please hurry up. So, okay, 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 I'll come. Okay, then 5 o'clock. Oh, aren't you coming? Oh, sorry. My alarm didn't work. Well, I overslept. <laughs> then you go, you go to your room. Convention. Exemption. Yeah. May that be your testimony. Yeah. I said, may that be your testimony. Yeah. Just remember to wipe your mouth when you come out. <laughs> I'm prophesying. I say, may that be your story. Yeah. Because when you don't wipe your mouth, they'll be jealous of you. So when you come, just wipe your mouth. It's hard, though. Man. 
You just give general statement. That's the exemption. And that's, you see, when you read in, in Isaiah, you say that God's darkness shall cover the earth. But the Lord shall arise. Find that scripture. I, I, Isaiah 2. And God's darkness shall cover the earth. The mountain of the Lord. It's in Isaiah. Isaiah, Isaiah, Isaiah. God's darkness. I think Isaiah 2, 2 or so. Yeah. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people. But, you see, the word but means exemption. But the Lord shall arise upon thee and his glory shall be seen. See, where there's gross darkness at the workplace, the Lord will arise upon thee. May that be your story. I said, may that be your story. May you be exempted. May you be exempted. See, there's gross darkness and over the people, but the Lord shall arise, not on everybody, but upon thee. And his glory shall be seen upon thee. That's your story. I said, that's your story. I said, that's your story. Gross darkness. Look, let me tell you something. The world is not getting easier. The world is getting more difficult. Okay? If you think the world is going to get easier, so that's the so God is saying that gross darkness shall cover. Things in the world are getting difficult. Things in the world are getting difficult. Some time ago, you need all you need a high school, a GED to work in the bank. Even today, with a bachelor's degree, you may not get a good job. Yeah. Are you hearing me? Sometime ago, when you were a woman and you marry a man, the assumption is that you stay home and she takes care of you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that is, was, was, uh, wasn't that the Sometime ago, the, sometime the thinking was that when a man marries you, you stay home. Take care of the kids. He goes and come and provide. But try it now. <laughs> so, so what I'm trying to say is that the, the, the world is not getting easier. Gross darkness. I say gross darkness. But, but the Lord shall arise upon thee. I see God arising upon you. I said, John, as God will arise upon you. Yeah. But just remember, when you finish it, you wipe your mouth. That was, they will kill you. Empower that up. Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. I'm preaching. Gross darkness shall arise. Hallelujah. Yeah. yeah. You will prosper in the midst of difficulty. I say it again. You will prosper in the midst of difficulty. You will shine in the midst of difficulty. When mountains fall, you will stand. Gross darkness shall fill, but you shall, the Lord will arise upon thee. May you prosper in the midst of difficulty. That's me of your testimony. You will prosper in the middle of difficulties. Gross darkness, but you rise. 
in the middle of difficulties, you will prosper. I said, in the middle of hardships, you will prosper. Arise and shine. For the light has come. Amen. Powerful. Sit down. Yeah. In the midst of difficulties. Hallelujah. Yeah, you will prosper in the midst of difficulty. Amen. Wonderful. Last week I started teaching about the message, remembrance. Remember. Everybody say remember. Remember. Say it again, remember. Remember. See? Remembrance is a thing to do with the mind and also a spiritual thing. Hallelujah. And it is one of the things that God was very careful. He was very careful about when he was dealing with the people of Israel. Hallelujah. Yeah. Because he knows that it is one of the things that if you, or one of the things that if you lack, it can cost you. God knew about that. He knew that if, if you lack remembrance, it will really cost you. Are you hearing me? So when you read the scriptures all throughout, in Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 2, Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 2, it says, and thou shall remember all the way which the Lord, see, see, the, word, the word is saying, and thou shall remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these 40 years in the wilderness to humble thee and to prove thee and to know what was in thy heart, whether thou would keep his commandments. That's 8.2. Go to 8.18. But thou shalt remember but thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth that he may establish his covenant which he swore unto thy fathers. Go to Deuteronomy 15.15. And thou shalt remember. Have you seen the word? Thou shalt remember. That thou was a born man in the land of Egypt. And the Lord thy God redeemed thee. Therefore I command thee this, this day. Thou shalt remember. Thou shalt remember. Deuteronomy 16, 12. And thou shalt remember. That thou was a born man in Egypt. And thou shalt observe to do his statutes. Thou shalt remember. Thou shalt remember. Thou shalt remember. Because not remembering can cost you. Big time. Big time. Yeah. Have you packed your car on the roadside? You, you, you don't remember that it was snow. <laughs> no packing. Or maybe, you know, it was, that day was, I mean, like, so you have this like this snow removal or street cleaning day. But by the time it comes down, some tickets are there. Or oh, oh, it's been told. And told it. No, no you see, not, not remembering can cost you. I mean, the reason why you didn't pass the exam because you didn't remember. If you remember, you have passed the exam. That's why you didn't, that, that's why you couldn't. You didn't, it's not that you didn't say, you studied it. But when you saw in the question, you couldn't remember whether it was point A or point B. Uh, what was it? What, what was it? Was it? I mean, was, was you, you, you've been wondering. You can't remember. You read it. Ah, I'm not sure. Is it? 
is, is, is it Kilimanjaro or Kenya? They're both K, you know? <laughs> yeah. May you remember all your exams. Eugene, may you remember your exams. May you study, may you remember. It's a prophecy. Amen. Look, it, 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 it's good to remember. Hallelujah. And last week, I went, to, I showed you some re- important reasons why you should remember. Okay? One, one, you see, when you remember, number three is when you remember. See, anybody who remembers, okay? Anybody who remembers, okay, is grateful. Yeah. Yeah. When you remember, you will be grateful. Hallelujah. Sometimes our ingratitude comes because we are forgotten. Uh-huh. Okay? You, if you make, remember, remembrance makes you grateful. Yeah. yeah. Because, you see, you may have moved on. You may have prospered. You may have done well. But when you remember that, look, somebody lifted you up. Somebody washed over you. Somebody took care of you. No matter how far you go, you'll be grateful. You understand? Especially when the person is not obliged to do it, but he does it. You understand? It was not the person's responsibility to do that for you, but he did it. You'll be grateful. You understand? That's what it is. It, 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 it is the lack of remembrance. That is why you have, that is why you talk like, well, see, that's, well, well, you don't remember. You do not remember that the first winter coat. <laughs> But for that person's generosity, winter will have killed you. <laughs> so even though now you have 10 winter coats, but for the first winter coat, you, will, you should remember. That, that is why it's always good to take pictures. Always. Me, me, I like taking pictures. Yeah. So that from time to time, you look at it. And not only pictures of yourself, but pictures of others. So that when they turn around, you show them. They... <laughs> but remembrance will make you grateful. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. It will make you grateful. Hallelujah. And remembrance also, you see, remembrance will help you too. I was saying like it will remember to also make you accommodate others. Deuteronomy 16 12. And thou shalt remember that thou was a born man in Egypt. You should remember. Even though now you are free, you are happy, you have your own country, remember that some time ago you too you were slave. You were a born man in Egypt. Okay? So remember, even though now you look free, have your own country, you, have, you are 18 man, remember that you were a born man. You see, why is it important? You see, that remembrance will make you accommodate others. 
A lot of times, we Christians are intolerant of others. And the reason for our intolerance, we are forgotten where we came from. That's the problem. We had forgotten that some time ago, we were the same. Now, you have been in church for a long time. Even when you wake up in your dream, even when you wake up from a sleep, you speak tongues. But before, before, when you wake before, when you wake up, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> But I shall remember. That shall remember. You see, I'm preaching. You see, that thing it will always give you a big heart. When you remember, you can accommodate others. So before you start saying that, how long can I mean you have been a Christian for such a long time and you're still doing these things? Remember the length of time it took you. All those years. It, it, it will make you accommodate others. I mean, I have had church members who lie of the calf to me. I'm sometimes, sometimes I wonder why is this person even lying? Even the lie is not necessary. You know, some lies are not necessary. I'm not going to beat you. It doesn't make any difference to the situation. But why are you lying? You understand? I mean, some, some people... They lie for it's like is there a reason for this lie? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, listen, there's nothing at stake here for you to lie. Yes, but every time I get angry when I remember. I seem to have a high tolerance for lies. I don't like them, but I have a tight tolerance. Because and then you know, you know why I, 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 I enter my to I remember. Because I remember when I became a Christian first. I think I've told this story before. We were going to do a crusade, an outreach. And Bishop brought his father's uh, PA system. You know, the, 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 the old megaphone, what the politicians use for campaign in Africa to be, to be fixed. That's all. And I was in charge of the equipment and the music. I was the DJ. So I carried the thing from the room to the physiology lab so that we can get it because they have a physiology lab where they can repair it for because they do all the speakers, they, you know, they tune the speakers and everything. So I took it there. Then, from school, then I gave it to the guy. And I told him, how much is it? So, you know, from school, we are going to use it for something. So the guy should fix it free. So unnecessary. So the guy fixed the thing. That's what we're going to use for something. So the guy fixed the thing in the department, free. But when he was ready to go and collect, Bishop came with me. <laughs> so when we got there, it's all nice. You brought my father's speaker, sir. <laughs> I could see the guy looking at me. <laughs> On the second, it was so honest. I could have told him the same thing that it is for him. We are, and they still will not have charged me. Wow. That's what I remember. 
I'm not saying lie to me, but what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I have to clarify. What I'm saying that when you when when you remember you be, you 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 accommodate people. You know what I'm saying? When you look, when you remember that when you came, you lived with somebody, you always accommodate people. Yeah. Well, I mean, you've been here for too long. You gotta move. Listen to me. How long did you stay? Are you hearing me? That shall remember. Amen. It will make you accommodate others. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. You remember? It will make you help others. Because you know that, Charlie, somebody helped you. Amen. Yep. And Actually, remembrance makes you a nice person. You know that. And it always keeps you humble. Oh, seriously. You see, he said he said in Deuteronomy, and that shall remember that it is the Lord thy God who giveth you power to make wealth. When you remember that your success is from God, you'll be humble. When you remember that everything you have is by the grace of God, you'll be humble. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And you will give thanks. That's another point. Remembrance makes you thankful. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. When you remember that your success, everything, is by, I mean, God said, it's I. See, God said, and that shall remember the Lord thy God, for it is He. That give it the power. You see, it's and it, 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 it is something that you must really be conscious of. Look, anything that you have achieved, God gave you the power. You understand? And when you remember that God gave you the power, it will automatically make you humble. That is different because you see, otherwise you will begin to believe in yourself. Hallelujah. Like I always say, you people don't agree with me. That when you get married, it is God who gave you, God is the one who gave you the grace for somebody to choose you. Because when you look, look around the women in the church, you're not the most beautiful. Oh yeah, you are not the most beautiful. You are not the most intelligent. You are not the most hardworking. So for somebody to choose you, it is just the grace of God. So don't walk around and treat other people like, well, they don't know how to treat a man. <laughs> I've been doing weddings for a long time. And every time you see the bride coming, ta, 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 and you scan the congregation, because there are far beautiful girls in the congregation. Yeah. So that's what I remember. Yes, it's, it's, it's the, God, God is the one who gave you the grace to be chosen. The grace to be chosen. I say the grace to be chosen. The favor to be chosen. Because you are one of a hundred. So don't feel cute. Don't feel cute. Don't, uh-huh, don't feel conscious. <laughs> don't feel qualified. It's, it's a good one. 
Don't think that don't think that I've got all the qualifications. I got it all. Don't feel qualified. It's a grace. It's a grace. I got it. I got all the vital statistics. No. Don't feel qualified. Remember. It's, I, I give you the power. I give you power. I give, you see. And, and, and I'll tell you what. See, that remembrance generates thanksgiving. And, and, and once, you are, once you are grateful, you get more. Yeah. Nobody here wants to give to an ungrateful person. Nobody. Nobody wants to give to an ungrateful person. That's why, my, that's why we must learn to say thank you. Instead of saying, is that all? Is that all? Be careful. That, that is why Romans said that God gave them up. That's, that's what we said. Because, because they knew God, but were not, they did not glorify him and were unthankful. Unthankful. So God gave them up. Hallelujah. Amen. May you always remember. Amen. Amen. Because if you, if you forget it, it can cost you. Big time. Big time. Big time. Hallelujah. Yeah, that's why you fail. Amen. Say amen. amen. That's why you fail. You fail because you don't remember. You don't remember. That's why you fail. In fact, I'll show you something. Forgetting makes you repeat your mistakes. Scary. Hallelujah. Let's Let's read this interesting passage. Let's look at uh, Daniel chapter 5 from verse number 17. Then Daniel answered and said before the king, let thy gifts be to thyself and give thy rewards to another. Yet I will read the writing unto the king and make known to him the interpretation. This was Daniel talking to Belshazzar. Who was Nebuchadnezzar's son? And you know, uh, Belshazzar was just having a party, drinking the holy things, and then the handwriting came on the wall. Then his knees were shaking. So he brought Daniel to interpret. He wanted to pay Daniel. He said, I won't take my money. I won't take your money. I'm not interested. Oh, thou king, the most high God gave Nebuchadnezzar thy father a kingdom and majesty and glory and honor. This was Daniel speaking of. And for the majesty that he gave him, all people, nations and languages, trembled and feared before him, whom he would slew and whom he would kept alive and whom he would set up and whom he would put down. It's a power God gave. God gave this power to your father. That's what Daniel was telling Belshazzar, that your father in the book had so much power and this is the power God gave him. That your, gave him the power to kill anybody, to set anybody free. That's the power God gave him. But when his heart was lifted up, and his, and, and, his, and his mind hardened in pride, you see, that's, that's, that's what God kept on warning them. When, I, when, you, when you go to the land, that is full of remember, remember. Because one of the things that can make you forget is prosperity. Success can easily make you forget. So God always warned them, remember, Remember, 
Remember, listen, so Nebuchadnezzar forgot. Pride. He was disposed from his kingly throne and they took his glory from him. And he was driven from the sons of men and his heart was made like the beast and his dwelling place was the wild asses. They fed him with grass like oxen and his body was wet with the dew of heaven till he knew that the most high God ruled in the kingdom of men and that he appointed it over whomsoever he will. Until he knew that Charlie God is in control. This is the, this is the scary part. And thou his son, O Belshazzar, has not humbled thine heart. Not because you didn't know. Though thou knewest all this. This is the sad part. You knew exactly what happened to your father. Exactly the way your father behaved. You understand? It was not hidden. It was in the palace that this happened to your dad. You probably saw him walk through it. Maybe he was born at that time. Thou knewest all this. You were fully aware. And yet, so you see, so the reason why he did the same mistake because even though he knew, he forgot. the danger. Because if he had remembered knowing very well that this is what happened to my father. It's sad though. It's sad the way people repeat mistakes one after the other. The same mistake one after. You heard that somebody did this thing. This happened to him and you do the same thing. It's sad. It's sad. It's so sad that ah, you heard that somebody did ABCD and this was the outcome, and you know, and then somehow in your stupidity and your anger, you forgot and you do the same thing. Repeating mistakes. So Daniel said, Ah, it was not, it was not that you didn't know. I hear me. In fact, like they say, one thing history teaches all of us is that we don't learn from history. That's it. That's, that's one thing. He, one thing that history, history teaches is that we don't learn from history. Keep on repeating ourselves. Same mistakes. Same mistakes. Same mistakes. Same problems. Because you don't remember. Let me tell you something. Experience is a teacher. Okay? Experience is a teacher. Even though most people say experience is the best teacher. I don't agree. Experience is not the best teacher. It is a teacher. Probably a very expensive teacher. But it is not the best teacher. Because the thing about experience is that you see, experience is a teacher because experience, <laughs> experience is a teacher because you see, if you touch, if there's uh, uh, if there is a, a high voltage here or or heat here, and I touch it, as, as I'm going back, and if I touch it, 
it will burn zim so auto- automatically it has taught me that don't touch this thing again and i will probably not touch this thing again because if but the, the price is that i have a burn you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying so it is a teacher but it's not the best teacher the best teacher the best teacher is wisdom or prudence what does the bible say say the prudent man or the evil man he sees the evil what sees the, the, the evil what so so if you are a prudent person since you saw me touch this thing and bent you are not going to experience it yourself you will know that this thing I saw somebody touch it <laughs> I saw somebody touch it and it burned me so I am not touching it I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to use my life to prove or disprove it So the ability to see something ahead. You see, a prudent man seared the evil and hided himself. But the simple passed on. Because if you are simple, it's your go of your simplicity that even though you saw me bent it, you will still come and touch it. And sometimes you have the stupid idea, oh, it will not affect man as me. Let, yo. Yeah. Let, let me get my own experience. Let me, see, this is a stupid talk. Let, let me get my own experience. No. 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 Yes. So that's wisdom. That is why Daniel will say that, ah, Belshazzar. You don't think. This is the same thing your father did. I mean, of course, he has another interpretation. The other interpretation from this scripture is that be careful of your father's problems. Oh yeah. It's called daddy's demons. It can follow you. The very thing that kill your father can kill you. So don't so 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 uh, that comes that, that means my next point. When you see something that has happened to your father, don't criticize your father, but rather learn from it. Rather learn from it. If something has happened to your father or your senior, don't talk too much. Learn from it. Hallelujah. Yeah. I mean, Daniel was like, hello. I'm talking about something that your dad did the same thing. He did the same. Amen. May you be delivered from going through the same mistakes. May God deliver you. Amen. May God give you wisdom to learn from other people's mistakes. Amen. Yeah. 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 Forgetting will make you repeat mistakes. Hallelujah. Yeah. And forgetting will make you presumptuous. <laughs> Another danger. To lead to pride and presumption. Hallelujah. Yeah. You forgot. You forgot. That's what happened to Satan. He forgot that God made him. So he think he was the same as God. I will arise. 
I'll be like the most high. You see, you are being presumptuous. Numbers 16, verse 8 to 9. Numbers 16. And Moses, I'm talking about forgetting makes you presumptuous. Okay, that's the next point I'm talking about. And Moses said unto Korah, Here, I pray you, ye sons of Levi, see me it but a small thing unto you that the God of Israel has separated you from the congregation of Israel to bring you near to himself and to do the service of the tabernacle of the congregation and to stand before the congregation to minister unto them. Hey, Korah. Korah and your sons of Korah. Do you think it is a small thing Simit. Okay? Simit it. That God separated you and brought you. You were sitting at the back. And they say you were a shepherd. Now you stand in front. You forgot him. That's what it will say. The reason why, when we say, when we say that, okay, everybody stand up and they stand. On your own, they will not stand for you. But because somebody brought you, and gave you the title. That's why they are standing for you. Korah, have you forgotten? That's why you're standing. Somebody. A small thing. That he has separated you from the congregation of Israel to bring you near to himself. To do his service in the tabernacle. And to stand because Korah by yourself without Moses saying that you are a leader, the people will not listen to you. The reason why <laughs> Philip <laughs> here's a funny story. When Reverend Kwame was moved from here, Reverend Kwame is the pastor in Newark. Some of you don't know him, but some of you also know him. He was in Manhattan. And then he was transferred to no Trenton. To go and start a church. In Manhattan, it was my, uh, it was my assistant. Was assisting me, and Reverend Kwame has a tendency of calling for meetings. All I shall meet. Quaristers, I want to meet all Quaristers, and he's, he's very good at that. I want to see all the technical team. And he, he, he's good at organizing people. So when he was moved to Trenton to go and start a church, you know how hard it is to start a church. There's nobody. I mean, you are starting from day one. So Philip said, now that he's there, he should be called. <laughs> 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 Philip is bad. <laughs> he said, he should go and call all our sisters. <laughs> Funny, and I, I laughed. He said, He should go and call our <laughs> I laughed. You know, Moses was in a corner. You see, first of all, let, let me define presumption. If somebody has a dictionary, what does it mean to be presumptuous? 
Anybody has a dictionary? Presumption is what? Failing to observe the limits of what is permitted or appropriate. Good. What else? That's what you see me got. Yeah. Failing. Failing. There's more than that. Another. Yes, another. Uh, yes. The arrogant assumption of privilege. Yeah, that's actually the The arrogant assumption of privilege. The arrogant assumption of privilege. The arrogant assumption of privilege. You, you, you take the, you, the arrogant assumption of a privilege. You were not supposed, you, you were at the back and Moses said, come forward. Now, you have assumed an arrogant assumption that, that you think now you deserve this, you deserve that, you deserve this, you deserve that. The arrogant assumption of privilege. If you remember that it's just by the grace. So Moses said, Korah, Simeth you a small thing that you were among the congregation. So what was, you see, what Moses was talking about, Korah, have you forgotten? Simeth unto thee a small thing that the God of Israel separated you from the, it means you were with the congregation. You were sitting there. But somehow God separated you. Now you are challenging the man that God used to deliver you and telling Moses, listen to me, I won't come. You, you, you cannot lord over us. Who makes you the superior? We are all the same. The arrogant assumption of a privilege. When the Bible says a shoe, it must buy me the same shoe. When Israel says, okay, let's buy Pastor Moses a white shoe. Well, I also need a white shoe. The arrogant Assumption of privilege. You forget. No, it's serious. You understand? The arrogant assumption. Yeah. Because we forget. Korah forgot that he was in the. That's what it is. So Moses said, See, made you a small thing. Can't you see that it's a privilege? You see, I'm talking about remembrance. You see, when you remember where you were sitting and where you are standing now, you, can, you must be able to see that it's a privilege. It's a privilege. It's always a privilege. It is a privilege to serve God. It's a privilege. That is what, that, that, that is what even to do ministry, the Bible calls this, we are, having obtained this mercy. Ministry is mercy. In fact, but not find me that scripture. Mercy. Say, have obtained, uh, since we have obtained ministry, we have obtained mercy. Yes, that's the scripture. Since we have obtained, we have received, since we have received, we have obtained mercy. Since we have received this ministry, so put in the uh, ministry, yes. We have obtained mercy. You faint now, dear. Since we have obtained that's my last scripture for tonight. Ministry is mercy. First Peter 2.10, that's why it is. Okay, check that one for me. Is it 2.10? No. Yes. 
No, no, that's not it. That's not what I'm looking for. Yeah. Uh-huh. Therefore, uh-huh, this is what I'm looking for. Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, you see, therefore, seeing we have this ministry, we, as we have, you see, since we have this, as we have received what? So it is God's mercy that even gives you a ministry. And always see ministry as mercy. Because you don't qualify at all. All of us, including me. So, so, uh, we faint not. So, we faint not. We don't get tired. We don't complain. We don't discard because you know that we don't qualify at all. Ministry. Now you come and say, no, no, no. You call for meeting, they come. You talk to people, they listen. You pray for people. You anoint people. Listen, counsel them. Let me tell you, it is mercy. It is God's mercy. Because if God was to put a criteria, none of us. Do you think he will qualify? Do you think you will qualify? Do you think this guy sitting here will qualify to be called a pastor? Shakuawi. Mercy. Mercy. That in Connecticut, Bridgeport. Pastor. Pastor Nana. Pastor Nana. Pastor Nana, you. It's mercy. Pure mercy. That you call this guy Pastor Nana? Amazing. Hey. Pure mercy. Assyrian. I mean, <laughs> why is it mercy? It's mercy because you don't qualify. Number one. And that God overlooks all your mistakes and, com- and confirms his word in your mouth. That's why it's mercy. That is why it is mercy. God overlooks all your mistakes and confirms his word in your mouth. That is why it is mercy. My God. Oh my God, Francis. Yeah. It's mercy. That is why you should not faint not. That's why you should not be disheartened. That's why you should not complain about it because it's mercy. It's a privilege. <laughs> I do remember at Reverend Bright's um, wedding in Upstate recently, yeah, a couple of years ago. I officiated at a wedding. I officiated at a wedding, Reverend Bright's wedding. After the wedding, somebody came to see him. One of uh, the guys who lives in the neighborhood. He said, ah, the guy who did your wedding? He looks like some guy I know. He said, ah, the guy who did your wedding. He looks like some guy I know. He said, oh, Charlie. I mean, his height, he, the way he talks, his mannerism, he looks like some guy I know, pa. Charlie. We used to call him Sinosh, but it cannot be him. <laughs> Mercy! 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 I'm telling you, he told brother, we used to call him Sinosh, but, but it cannot be him. Mercy! <laughs> 
He said, the way he was preaching, the verse it cannot be. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I asked him, what did you say? He said, oh, he just, he, 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 he just give me a gas. <laughs> So, so when I asked that guy, so who was it? And you mentioned the guy's name. It was my roommate in Sisform. We used to share the same cubicle. Oh, we're roommates. We're, no, second school, you share like four or five people. We're in the same room. I think four of us. So, I mean, it's not, he knows me. And I know him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Messi said no. Look, I mean, I, I, that, that guy, look, we had one of our classmates who was a very brilliant guy who was a cripple. He used to work with crutches. Very brilliant. He's actually, he's actually he's working with some, some energy company in Atlanta. Very smart guy, but he was a cripple. So he used crutches. This guy that I'm talking about, I mentioned him. When he gets angry, he will take the time for classes. He will take the guy's crutches. He said, no, let's go and hide it. <laughs> I mean, that's how bad. He said, no, Charlie, he's annoying us. So we carry the crutches. Imagine how. Yeah. That's how bad he was. Influencing me. <laughs> I mean, and many other things that we many other things we did. Many. So when he he said it all bright. I mean he, he works in the same area, he's a PA, he works in that same area. He said, the guy who did your wedding. <laughs> Mannerism, it remembers me, it reminds me of some guy being my school. We used to call him Sinosh, but it cannot be him. <laughs> because the way the anointing was flowing and the scriptures, it cannot be this guy. It cannot be. Yeah. Therefore, seeing you have received this, we have received what? Mercy. You have received what? Mercy. You have received what? Mercy. So ministry is mercy and you should never be presumptuous. Don't arrogate yourself a certain privilege because we call you a pastor, a reverend, a doctor, a shepherd. Do not arrogate yourself that because it is mercy. It's mercy. It's mercy. It is mercy. That's why Moses was so furious with Korah. Sent you a small thing that you were there and we pulled you back. He was so furious. Because of mercy. There's nothing special about any of us. There's nothing special about any of us. It is just the mercy of God and the grace of God 
that selects all of us to do something. So, the arrogant presumption of privilege must cease. It is mercy. Stand up to your feet and let's close. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. God bless you. Put your hand together for the Lord. Ha- 
We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com. Dot com.